I used to play basketball nationally for my team, as in like a professional, until I got lots of injuries and my ankles and stuff. And then finally, a, a good friend of mine dragged me into an opium class. So surprisingly, it was the first program that I tried and I hooked into it straight away. It's pretty much about 15 years ago. And I got hooked into it right away. Um, I was doing the class back to back every single day. So RPM, 6, 10 p.m., 7.20 every day. Um, so from that moment, uh, yeah, I fell in love. Welcome to the Lindsay Morrison Podcast. Lindsay is a leading consultant in the world of group fitness, working with industry leaders Les Mills International as a training coordinator and as an international trainer and presenter. Join Lindsay as she chats all things group fitness, fitness management, and interviews industry experts on the latest fitness trends, stats, and insights. Welcome to episode 11 of the Lindsay Morrison Podcast. And uh, in this podcast, uh, I had an absolutely brilliant chat with Les Mills um, trainer presenter from Les Mills Middle East, Fiona. And we talked about her journey so far as a Les Mills presenter and trainer, her experience through filming. Um, she's been on two filmings, two RPM filmings, what they looked like, and they were very, very different. And we also talked about Les Mills advanced training and why, as a Les Mills instructor, it's so important that you you go through advanced training and you experience that two-day module and what it can bring to you in your classes. So if you are an RPM Les Mills Cycle super fan, you will get huge value from this podcast. Um, and even if you're not, you're going, you're going to take so much away from this podcast. Um, I hope you guys enjoy it. And as always, if you can give me some feedback, drop me a DM at lindsay underscore underscore morrison on instagram or you can email me at lindsaymorrison.coaching at gmail.com also want to let you know that i am currently taking on clients for online coaching and so if your goals are fat loss and strength and you're a group fitness instructor uh, and you want some help and some guidance with your training in and around and outside of classes then I am more than happy to, to hit you up with a programme, some nutritional advice. So again, drop me a message on Instagram or um, you can email me at lindsaymorrison.coaching at gmail.com. I'll post all that information in the show notes. But for now, enjoy episode 11. It, my podcast is in its pre-pubescent years, which is, <laughs> which is really cool. Um, so I hope you enjoy it. I hope you get lots of value from it and have a good one. So it gives me absolute great pleasure to welcome onto my podcast. And we've literally tried to do this over the last week, but because of technology and, and all crazy stuff that goes on with the internet and connections, uh, it just wasn't possible. But I am pleased that we finally managed to connect. Um, and on my podcast today is Fiona uh, from Dubai, who is a Lesnos trainer uh, for Lesnos Middle East. Uh, so welcome onto the podcast, Fiona. Woo! Thank you, Lindsay. Thanks for having me. Uh, I know it's been a struggle for us to finally uh, being able to get this call happen. Yeah, but we're here and that's, that's the main thing. Yeah. All right, so if you just want to tell the listeners who is Fiona and what do you do? Because for some of the listeners who maybe aren't in the, the cycle space of Les Mills, may, might not know um, who you are and what you do. So if you could just explain that. 
Um, right, so thinking where to start. I think thinking where, when did I start my lessons career? Um, I was always into sports, into fitness, and I played basketball. I used to play basketball nationally for my team, as in like a professional, until I got a lot of injuries and my ankles and stuff. And then finally, a, a good friend of mine dragged me into an opium class. So surprisingly, it was the first program that I tried and I hooked into it straight away. This pretty much about 15 years ago. And I got hooked into it right away. Um, I was doing the class back to back every single day. So RPM, 6, 10 p.m., 7.20 every day. Um, so from that moment, uh, yeah, I fell in love. And then um, my, so I studied design as in graphic design, but I worked in an advertising company for two months. <laughs> <laughs> I just couldn't stand. Yeah, so I left, I left a job and just working out until one of the instructors asked me to take the module training. And that's how I started my lessons career. Wow. And what, what exactly is it that you do within the Les Mills world um, in the Middle East? So you're a trainer, presenter. Um, do you do any other roles within the business? Yeah, I feel like I work for a company, but I have like five different jobs. <laughs> <laughs> Um, obviously I'm an instructor and I'm also trainer and presenter. I also work in the office as a training coordinator and also regional training coordinator. So yeah, that's pretty very, much it. Very, very busy, 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 busy. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Love it. So what was, what was the journey like for you, um, from going from being an instructor to then becoming a trainer presenter what was that pathway like for you uh that's very interesting i got lots of questions similar questions so i never thought of being where i am right now like i would never thought about being a trainer or even like instructor being on the stage teaching with a microphone just teaching a class it's impossible so after I took the RPM training, I was just willing to improve myself. So taking advanced AIM-1 on that time, AIM-1 and then AIM-2. So I've, I took AIM-2 um, and my trainer on that time, like she asked me to join the um, Lesnos Asia Pacific uh, presenter team. So that's how I started my RPM journey as an RPM, like rookie RPM presenter. Then uh, I left uh, Indonesia, so that's where I'm from. I left, I moved to Hong Kong. I didn't do anything in terms of the trainer team, so I was just teaching classes, less Mills, until I got into Dubai. So until I moved to Dubai, and I was thinking like, why not, why didn't I just continue what I've been doing um, years ago? So I came here and I gone through the bootcamp and yeah, never stopped since then. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. And apart from RPM, what other programs do you teach? And then what other programs do you present? Yeah, so I teach, I think eight programs. So I teach RPM, sprint, trip, pump, combat, 
grit, tone, CX. Um, uh, trainer presenter in POM, uh, RPM, trip, sprint, and tone. How do you manage to retain all that choreography? Give us your tips, because I'm sure there's listeners out there going, I teach that amount of programmers too. And what tips do you have to help me remember <laughs> choreography and workout plans? Yeah, gotta make it work. Uh, I think for sprint and grit, it's something that really fast to learn, like for POM as well, RPM as well. So I'm, I'm quite lucky, maybe tone, I need to spend more time to, you know, move with it. But then in terms of like POM, RPM, sprint, uh, grit, it's, it's okay, not that challenging. I love music, so I keep listening to the music over and over again before I touch the choreography. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm the same. I think for, for learning, you just got to know the music inside out, you know, because yeah. that's the it's the core of the workouts, isn't it? That's what the workout is, you know, made from. It's, it's the music first. Um, yes. Definitely a top tip is just know the music inside out um, and then the rest will just fall into place or, or should fall into place. Um, yeah. Definitely. Um, so you have been on some filmings for Les Mills. Um, which filmings have you been on in, in what programme? So I was in RPM 78, uh, it was in Amsterdam, and then the second one was RPM 84, which just happened a few months ago. I also shared a once in Tone release number one. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the first one. Yeah. And what was the filming? I mean, you've had two filming experiences. Were they the same or... Were they different? Um, can you just explain for the listeners what that felt like and looked like for you? Um, yeah. It was totally different uh, in so many ways. The first filming, of course, the nerve that I had, it was way bigger. Um, but then just because knowing that I was not the only one on that time so we did it with a bunch group of people so it was like 10 10 of us 10 on 11 I, I can't remember so it helped me to feel more relaxed on that time but just because I was given only one track so I can only focus in that track but then the second one was uh well maybe a little bit more challenging because I had to do four tracks. That's pretty much like half of the class. And knowing the fact that I had to go to New Zealand to film and it gave a little bit more um, pressure. But in terms of like preparation, uh, because I kind of know what to expect. So it helped me to prepare myself better. Um, but then my objective when I went there was just like getting the full experience, giving my best, getting the full experience and learn a lot. Um, so yeah, I think that definitely helped. It, it helped me to get the stress out from my head and just having that outcome. So that really helped. So is that how you deal with the, or you deal with the pressure was to just give that external focus on the end yes. kind of goal and that's what helped you to manage that. That's, yeah. that's 
it's such a great way to, I think, deal with um, situations that you're, you're maybe faced with, um, given that external focus, because it just takes that, um, that pressure away from that internal feeling of, what do people think? Oh my goodness, what if I get that wrong? That, and then it takes that focus to um, the outcome of, we're going to have a great filming. We want the instructors yeah. to have a great learning tool. Yeah. Um, and, and that's what it is, isn't it? You, for anyone listening, um, for trainer presenters that have been involved in the filming process, it, at the forefront of the release is very much the experience or the education that the instructors will get, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, well, recently, we kind of spread out the market into virtual as well. So we want to bring the experience out to those market when they watch the the filming, right? So we want people to enjoy at the end. It's something that they want to enjoy and experience. So that's really important. That what makes them keep doing what they're doing. Yeah. I think in terms of thinking like what people might think, it doesn't matter how far you go, people will talk about you anyway. Yeah. It's how you manage so, yeah. it, isn't it? It's how you Yeah. It's how you you manage that um and just keep you know keep pushing forward and and just not let the critics you know yeah. take control or get inside your head so that's yeah that's definitely that's definitely yeah. key um so rpm 84 that you just filmed or it's just it's just out right that's the release we're on at the yeah. moment yeah yeah um so it was you and glenn yeah yes how was that was was that a bit were you a bit like you know, oh my goodness, it's just me and Glenn, or were you just like, oh, yeah, really excited, it's just me and Glenn, or how did how did that feel? Uh, mixed feeling, uh, mixed feeling. It was it was great. He's he's someone that really fun to work with. He's super chill, he's super relaxed, and he's very supportive. Uh, and he's always positive. I I had a chance to work with him a few years ago, years back, maybe like seven eight years ago and i visited auckland a couple of times when i was still in asia so yeah it, it's good that i got to know him before that but then never work like work like this stage together with him but then he's someone that's super relaxed and cool so yeah it helped me to work better with him too was there any funny moments that you can share was there anything you know that, that you had the conversation between you two or anything that happens in the lead up to filming or on filming day um he loves to he loves to sing <laughs> <laughs> so so when we did the filming even though i was teaching he was singing were you like chop <laughs> 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 no, it seems like he's just enjoying it. He's just yeah. enjoying it. And yeah, he he loves doing that, which is cool. And then at the end, of course, they turn off his microphone. It was not, it was not, we were not be able to hear the voice, obviously. But yeah. of course, I was next to him. So he was like singing. And cool. <laughs> he has been over um, to the UK a few times. Uh, he was over this year recently for a tribal gathering. Um, yeah. I think people are just surprised that it, he's very different when he's on a live event rather than a filming event, you know, as you would be, because it may be quite structured. Like he's just, he's just a bit like, let's loose and, you know, you really see the fun side, I think, 
of yeah. of when he's when you see him raw and in person and on the live stage. Um, yeah. But such an inspiration, you know, his story as well. You know, the the kind of challenges he's faced throughout his career to get where he is just now. Have you mm. had any challenges that you've had to face head on to get to where you are throughout your journey as um, a female in fitness? Um, well, of course, I did have some challenges that um, kind of affect me. Um, like the way I teach or you know, having this limiting beliefs in myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I had some experience in the past where, yeah, but advanced training definitely helped me to overcome that limiting beliefs on using my empowering beliefs to just fight over that. Mm -hmm. It's something that is not that nice, the experience that I had. It was not, it was, it was hard for me to be able to um, explore myself or going to the next level just because I didn't have enough support back then. So I was pretty much on my own doing work. Yeah, I didn't get enough support to um, like update myself or improving myself to the next level because I, I didn't have anyone back then. So I was doing this by myself like taking advanced training and all of that I decided that I want to do it just because I want to mm -hmm. yeah so for anyone who's listening that is a Les Mills instructor that hasn't done advanced training um can you just explain a little bit about what to expect on the advanced training module and what you'll get out of it uh such a great two-day training that helps you to shift from just being an instructor into a fitness leader so it allows you to actually teach with your own personality that's going to help you to increase your connection level and allows you to show enjoyment more and teaching on the essence is is such a great um training yeah, yeah i would definitely recommend yeah i, I remember when we were um, prepping to launch it here in the UK we all as um, instructors went through the training um, ourselves and yeah it was there was a good few light bulb moments for me where you know particularly in terms of personal values um, and I'd never really thought about what my values are yeah <laughs> I just was you know it was okay I know Les Mills has three values one try to be brave change the world but I'd never sat down and thought to myself what's Lindsay Morrison's values what do I stand for what do I believe in um, and I found that so um, interesting and and actually just shifted how I thought about myself and how um, yeah as a, as, a, as a leader yeah so that was that was really insightful for me um, so guys, if you have not done advanced training, this is a bit of a plug, isn't it? We're, we're pushing advanced training. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't even planned in the podcast. It's just happened. Um, yeah, you can, you, if, if you know, drop myself or Fiona a message if you want to know more. Um, if you are listening to the podcast and you're in the Middle East, um, just drop Fiona a message. You're very well known in, in the Les Mills world out there. You've got a massive following on Instagram, <laughs> haven't you? You've got a huge following. Yeah. Yeah. Well, fitness is small at the end. <laughs> <laughs> um, so 
what and let's just talk about Instagram actually do you what do you do with your social media like do you have a plan do you plan out posts do you or do you just let it happen day by day I just let it happen to be honest I don't like to be stuck on social media all the time but I love to get people to I kind of love the idea on having social media is to keep people engaged and so that they can stay positive and I notice that instructors love when they look up to someone and we pretty much like you know posting stuff that will help them to still feeling inspired um i prevent on posting stuff every day because people might feel like uh it's quite predictable so i post something when i feel like oh this is the right time for me to post something mm. yeah so I don't really have clear plan on like, oh, I have to post like three times this week or, um, yeah. So I just, it happened. Yeah. Yeah. I think everyone's so different on social media, aren't they? It's, it's what works for you. Um, and mm. I think you're right. We, we're in this world of everything is just online, Instagram, you know, like you can get so consumed mm. with it that before you know it, two hours have passed and you've spent ages scrolling and double tapping and you just wasted, <laughs> not wasted two hours but it's you've not been productive with your time yes um, which which yeah it can just eat into maybe the plans that you had that day but the, yeah. that's the great platform as well for instructors to reach out to us you oh, know yeah. they like to send message and asking a couple of questions and maybe they have doubts and what programs they should take or they have any kind of um i don't know issues that might face in their classes and they will reach out to us and it's a great platform to approach them yeah yeah definitely so on social media yesterday i was having a look at um the les mills middle east uh, instagram story so you've you've had a lot of stuff going on at the office this week yeah uh, yeah mark downey i've seen him strolling i'm not seeing <laughs> obviously not seen him in ages but he's looking great um mm -hmm. some some sort of event at the office i've seen a class going on out on yes so in that? dubai we are doing this dubai 30 30 challenge so pretty much in 30 days we're doing 30 minutes workout every day uh so we're participating on that so we did um Kaylee was here yesterday, mm -hmm. so she did the opening of that event. So they did um, body combat together in this hotel. <laughs> All about fancy stuff here. Yeah, I know. My goodness, I've never yeah. been to um, Dubai. Uh, almost you moved come to, and visit. I know. I know. I almost moved to Abu Dhabi uh, a, a good few years ago, um, but mm. never quite, never quite worked out. But um, yeah, Dubai, like just tell everybody about what it's like living in Dubai because it just seems so, everything's just bigger, better, glitzier, like. <laughs> Faster, <know>. yeah. taller. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it's nice actually. Uh, I feel like it's, Dubai is very international. You will meet people from around the world or the world that you never met before uh it's cool it's very um yeah like like what you say how you describe it everything it has to be the fastest the biggest the, the tallest um it's quite luxe kind of life uh but it's 
it's very fast as well. Uh, it's warm. Yeah. <laughs> it's dusty. Uh, but yeah, I think I've been living here for five years and I, and I still love it. Do you think that you will continue to live there? Um, yeah. Or, yeah. Do you think that's you for life or do you think that you might maybe move on to somebody else or move back to Indonesia or what does that look like? No, that's not, that's that's not the plan. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how long I'm going to stay here, but going back home is not a plan. Okay. Uh, yeah. I would love to settle down one day and maybe have my own business, maybe. Mm-hmm if that's possible but then for now i love my life here and in terms of lessons as well everything works very well and the, the the business growth is very good yeah and people are so into fitness so i think everything is working really well there's no reason for me to leave mm. yet yet is there are there any countries around the world that you would love to visit like even just to go on holiday or oh definitely where? I would love to go to Iceland. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see the north, northern lights. Yeah. I have so many places that I want to visit. And I think Dubai is pretty central. It's easy access for me to explore as well. Mm. Yeah. So what, what's next for, for you, Fiona? What's on your radar? What's happening within in your um, career life? I think the big part of my role in Lesnos now is to, you know, get more instructors, um, inspire people to move, get fitter, and also like running trainings for instructors that is something rewarding to help people to be able to do something that they couldn't within two days they able to apply the feedback apply the learning and become someone that they thought they never could they would to be in an instructor is, is just amazing uh also like on the advanced training on how people i got lots of feedback on people taking advanced training and after advanced training and they're like thinking they're a totally different person and teaching in another level and feeling good about themselves Mm -hmm. and they just come to you and tell you that is something that I will never trade with anything Mm -hmm. yeah I know it's it's, it's a really really rewarding role the job as a a trainer and you just you know alluded to it there it's it's seeing people you know from start point a to then getting along and along to then the the end point that they want to be at um, and and with you know the advanced training it, it is it's almost like just you know taking off the masks and just being yourself and it's yeah okay, it's okay to be yourself um and it's celebrating your strengths isn't it and teaching from from your strengths um absolutely yeah 100 percent what's um what's a normal day a normal in inverted commas a normal day like for you what does it look like when do you get up what do you how do you train do you go to the gym or what do you yeah it depends on the day um i do teach six classes in a week and that's only from monday tuesday and wednesday and a part of those classes i also have to be in the office because um i work full-time as well uh, with less nose 
but I still managed to have at least two days in a week to train by myself. And then on the weekend, that's when the trainings happen. Yeah. IMT or advanced training or workshop. So yeah, if you ask me when my days off, <laughs> if I'm lucky, if I'm lucky, I'll have that. If not, then I'll make that happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this, this weekend, it's my first weekend off after two months. Yeah. What have you got planned? Are you going out? Are you? I'm so lost now. I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what. What do normally people do? <laughs> yeah. And I, I think as well, you know, working in fitness, it's like if you have a weekend off, it's like, what do I wear? Like what? Exactly. What like, <laughs> Reebok. Yeah. What? What? What's in fashion right now? Like, what are people wearing? Like, cause all I do is wear like yeah. Reebok and Reebok and Reebok. Yeah. So, exactly. Uh, yeah, I'm j- I'm just lost. But then I might think I should go to to the pool and chill because the weather is getting better now. Nice. It's cooling down a little <laughs> you, bit. That's so good you have that at your disposal. Like, I would not be, I'm not saying that in Scotland right now. It's about six degrees and it's cold. No way. Not going to the pool today. <laughs> no, no, not today. Maybe not tomorrow either. <laughs> but funnily, funnily enough, where I live, we actually do have an outdoor pool, um, which is open seasonal. So it's open from May to September the summer months that we don't okay. actually really and get. That is like, <laughs> and that is like, what, 15 degrees? Yeah, on a good day. <laughs> mm, it's warm today. Yeah, <laughs> bikini's on. We go to the film. Um, but yeah, uh, it just must be amazing to have that, you know, the heat, the sun. But what, what is it like when it gets really hot? Because I would imagine that, you you know, there's days that you probably can't really go outside am I right that it's just too- yeah it's it's actually not that bad I think you get used to the worst months are from June to September okay it could get until 48 degrees Whew. but then we don't walk outside we stay indoor pretty much like AC to AC yeah but now it's like 31, 32, and it's perfect. You walk outside and you feel like, oh, good weather. <laughs> yeah, I know, it's weird, right? Yeah, 31, 32 degrees in Scotland, everyone's burnt. Everyone's just like sunburned. <laughs> <laughs> Dehydrated. Yes, 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 yes. Or they're just at yeah. the bars and the pubs drinking gin and having a beer because the sun's out, any excuse. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but we kind of get used to if it's too hot, then you know we, we struggle with it. But then when when the weather starts to cool down, obviously we we feel it. Yeah. yeah. The weather change. Yeah. But we have winter, and it's like maybe thirteen to fifteen degrees here. Mm, yeah, mm. you you'll feel that cold. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's cold. That's like full on coat and boots and <laughs> oh. so what does the what does the rest of the day look like for you? Because just to give the listeners a bit of um, a visual experience, Fiona is sat in the Les Mills office in Dubai. Um so I'm guessing you're working today. Um so yes. what's what's on the agenda today? Uh I had catch up with Mark earlier. And you need to tell him I said hello. Uh, yeah, I will. We did Facebook Live because we always do this to our 
train a team weekly um, so that they can get updated with what's going on in the office and stuff. So we always do that every week. And my day is pretty much quite chill today. Mm, might leave earlier than go to train. Mm. What, what do yeah. you like to do when you train um, you're outside of teaching? What's it depends. Workouts? It depends if I do lots of cardio in a week, like yesterday, it was literally my high intensity training. I had sprint in the morning and I had grit in the evening. Mm. So today I'm going to do something more like strength, more like slower pace. Mm -hmm. But then if I do lots of weights within a week, then I'll involve some high intensity training into my routine. Mm. So yeah. Yeah. You've got to get the balance mm. right. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, and what about um, nutrition? Do you are you quite strict on what you eat? Do you follow like a nutrition plan, or what does that look like? Um, at the moment, I'm I'm quite chill, but I'm not going crazy like every day eating bad stuff. But in general, my diet is always higher in protein. I you know eat lots of greens. Um, I don't take dairy because I cannot take it. So I replace my dairy into either coconut milk or almond milk. Mm -hmm. And I always take this plant-based protein uh, rather than whey. And then I don't eat fried, except sweet potato fries. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but that happens when, you know, like maybe once a week kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad that I don't really have sweet tooth. I am more into savory, so when you offer me chips, I would definitely take it. But if you offer me like chocolate cake, I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so yeah, basically just that. But if I do have events or anything like that, then I'll be more cautious with what I eat. Yeah, on stage yeah. and cameras and... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Are there any yeah. big events coming up again soon in Dubai? Um, there? We might have one next year in March, uh, not this year though, but we're just going to run normal quarterly workshop and we will do it in one big venue. So that's good enough because normally we do separately in a smaller venue, but this quarter we're going to do it in a big venue and the event will come in March. Mm. So keep your, your ears open and eyes peeled listeners because you might want a wee trip to Dubai <laughs> over to the event <laughs> yeah sounds good sounds good cool well thank you so much for your time Fiona and um, slotting it in throughout your working day and um, with the time difference as well um, it's been great to chat to you and um, finally been able to to connect and, and find out a bit about you um, your journey, your story, uh, and where you are within Les Mills at the moment. So thank you so much. Awesome, and thanks to you. Thanks again for having me. Um, it's been a pleasure. Yeah. Okay. So um, if you could actually just let the listeners know the best place to contact you. So what is your Instagram name or handle? Um, and are you on Facebook? And what's the best way to get in touch? Yes, so my Instagram handle is Fiona Licious. Oh. <laughs> So it's Fiona, F-I-O-N-A-L-I-C-I-O-U-Z. Uh, I'm not really active on Facebook. I post here and there, but then I'm more active on Instagram. So feel free to drop me a message. Follow yeah. me. 
Cool. Yeah, I'll pop your Instagram handle in the show notes as well. Um, okay. If you do want to reach out to Fiona, you can do that. Um, if you get any questions about Les Mills or the cycle programs or even Les Mills Tone or any of the other programs that, that Fiona presents in, just, just reach out. But thank you. And I'm sure I will see you soon, whether it is, you know, yeah, probably actually soon will be next year, no doubt. <laughs> At Hopefully. Yeah, yeah. We'll uh, yes, so. definitely. Thank you, and I'll catch you soon. Thanks again, Lindsay. You've been listening to the Lindsay Morrison Podcast. Be sure to give us a review on iTunes.